0: You're listening to The Lightwalker's Path with Serena Myers. The podcast that sparks real, raw, honest conversations about what it actually means to live a spiritual life. Serena is a sacred soul mentor who guides people to tap into their heart's truth so they can live their lives with purpose, on purpose. Welcome to Episode 30 of The Lightwalker's Path. This is our last episode of the year and crazily enough of the decade. I'm your host Serena Myers and I really want us to be extra intentional in this week's episode. So whether you're finding it today which it's dropping on Christmas day and you are taking a little breather from the festivities or whether you're finding this you know in the coming weeks because you're catching up on all your podcasts after the busyness of the holiday season whenever this finds you is exactly right. I want to start off, this is going to be a bit of a different episode. I want it to be a little bit more experiential, not in the way that we do with the occasional episodes that have the guided meditations in them, but just in the way that it's not just a conversation. I really want you to feel into this episode because we are on the precipice of something big, of a big shift, of something that's changing. And it's been sizzling in the air for a little while now, and I've definitely felt it. But it's more prevalent now because we're here. We are at the finish line. We are at the precipice. This is the end of 2019, the end of the 2010 decade. And we are about to embark on something new. So how does that feel? I guess my first question in this realm is about where you're at on your journey in your life in general. And how consciously are you creating your days, your weeks, your months, your years? Do you wake up on Friday morning and go, shit, where did this week go? Because everything is so hectic and chaotic and on autopilot. Do you get to Friday and take a deep breath and go, dang, that was a great week. I got a lot done. I made time for myself. Do you even want that? I believe you do. I believe if you were drawn to a podcast like this one, that there is a desire for some conscious creation in how you use your time. I believe you to be somebody who is intentional. So what does that look like for you? And if you have been on the hamster wheel of life and just kind of, holding on for dear life, as I've stated in some of the past weeks, I definitely have been, then what can you do differently? We are now at this place where everyone's thinking about their resolutions. And they think about these really grandiose ideas of these things that, you know, they're likely not going to live up to for any long-term consistent way. Because just because it's a new year doesn't mean you're suddenly a new person. The whole new year, new you is a marketing tactic. It's not reality. So when we're in this state where we are reflecting upon the things that worked really well and the places where we were maybe a bit checked out in our lives, we can start to make some decisions about how we want to show up for ourselves and for the people in our lives. And it doesn't have to be over the moon pie in the sky ideas. It doesn't have to be going to the gym every day and eating only organic veggies and starting each day with juicing and whatever. What it does need to be is something that is possible. Something that you can comfortably commit to. I've been having this conversation with people a lot lately about the word cozy and why it's so important right now. And The thing is, when we are talking about making big shifts and big changes, we need it to be a comfortable, cozy thing, not just so that it feels possible and easy and doable for us. Yes, that too. But so that our nervous system doesn't freak the hell out and decide that it's going to sabotage things because this new change is perceived as an attack or a threat. So what changes are you going to make? And how are they going to support you? And if you start this exercise, rather than thinking about the changes themselves, because that usually comes from this place of should or expectation and judgment, but if you think first about how you want to feel, or the things that are going to make you feel good, and then you kind of work back from there and you say, okay, great, what are the things in my life that are not feeling good? What are the things that, you know, aren't working? And you start to make your resolutions And your commitments around that. It is not just some pie in the sky idea. It's like a concrete thing that is based on how you want to feel, what you want to amplify in your life. We all have something in our life that's working. For us, some of us, it's bigger or smaller, depending on where we're at in our journey. But there's always something that is working that we want to expand upon that we want more of. So let's bring our intentions there. And I know I've talked about this before, but being really clear about what you desire is such a big thing. And if this is something that you need help with, uh, on a spiritual level, I can help you out. But you could also be working with a therapist. You could work with an energy worker if you feel like there's you know, energetic blocks to being able to tap into your heart's truth. But so long as we are... Creating our experience based on ideas rather than feelings. We're still in that place of judgment and expectation and societal, you know, conditioning and all of the shoulds and we don't want to be shutting on ourselves. So be with that for a second. Wherever you are, just take a nice big deep breath and ask yourself, what do I want more of? in my life and then follow that up with what do I need to do to get there those are the commitments that you want to make to yourself those are the things you want to prioritize my husband and I were jokingly ribbing each other the other day screaming PYP at each other prioritize your pleasure but it is such an important thing and for me I always know that I have gotten off track from my own journey when things are way too serious and I'm not having fun anymore because I'm naturally somebody who laughs a lot. I'm naturally somebody who has a good time. And when I'm watching like my favorite comedies and I'm not laughing, it means something is up and I have to PYP. I need to prioritize my pleasure or your pleasure, I guess, in that case. So what are your signs? How do you know when you've gone off track a little bit and lost your way? And you need to know what that is for you because those are the, the warning flags that get you back on track so you don't get so far off course that you're looking at this abyss wondering how you got there. When you can see the flags going along the way, you can go, oh, right, I'm losing track of where I want to go. I'm losing track of the intentions I set for myself this year. And you start to make some shifts. And even if you set your intentions and like the people who commit to going to the gym every day, March rolls around and you found yourself a little bit lost, you can always come back. It doesn't have to be the start of a quarter or the start of a month or a Monday. Any day can be day one. What matters is that you choose it. And again, you don't have to promise yourself the sky and the moon and the stars. Promise yourself something that is possible, doable, that you can believe is possible for yourself. Make it small and celebrate that win. That matters a whole lot more than big intentions that never get fulfilled. And when you have these intentions, when you know what you want to feel and you know how you're intending to create that experience, What do you do to kind of ground that in for yourself? So a few weeks ago for me, I started thinking about what I wanted to create more of. And I put together this, it's kind of like a vision board, but it's kind of a living vision board. I had these two cork tiles that were stuck to my wall that I had once upon a time intended to use as a memo board and never did. And so I got to cutting my items out of my magazines or whatever like you would do with a vision board And then I pin them up and I get to look at them every day. And then as I start to achieve those things, I can pull them off and put new things on there. So it's this kind of living, breathing experience for me. Not everybody is a vision boarder, but if you are, this is a wonderful time to do it. And if you are somebody who is more community oriented, call your friends. Everybody pulls their magazines together and works together and does this. Make it celebratory. Make it intentional. It's actually a really great way to end the year or to start January. And you want to surround yourself with people who are consciously creating in their lives anyway. Because that's going to support and inspire you to do the same. So these are the people. Start the year off right. And when you get to this space where you have these things. It can sometimes be really easy to dismiss experiences you've had up to that point because you're saying yeah okay that's great but now what else so I really want to just take a second here and just have a pause for gratitude you would not be here right now if not for the people places experiences things that have unfolded this year and this decade you are the culmination of all of these things your resilience has gotten you through the hard stuff. There have been lessons along the way and expansion and some of the road has been really smooth sailing and some of it's been super bumpy. And you got here. So while it's really great to always lean into the what's next, it can also be really intoxicating. It distracts us actually from being present with where we are right now. And it keeps us in that perpetual quest for more, which isn't always the healthiest place to be. So stopping, especially during this type of a process, taking stock of the good stuff that has happened and just even bringing awareness to the harder stuff and just having gratitude, just taking a celebratory breath for everything that has taken place. You did it, baby. All of it. And how amazing is that? So yes, you do want to be intentional. You want to create this new reality. You want to actively participate in co-creating with the divine so that you are bringing in the juicy stuff that you want for the upcoming year and the upcoming decade. But don't dismiss everything that's already taken place. There have been plenty of miracles along the way. And each of them deserves a moment and a celebration. This is going to be a short one, my loves, because you have families to get back to you. have got things to do and celebrations to have. So speaking of gratitude, thank you. Thank you for the time that you spend with my episodes each week. Thank you for the wonderful messages that you send to me about um, what takeaways you had from the episode and what you learned and what you've recognized within yourself. It is honestly just awe inspiring the epiphanies you're having and that you take the time to share them with me. So thank you. And I am also so grateful for the space that you hold for each other in the Lightwalkers Path Facebook group. If you're not already a member, please do join. I love the conversations that we have in there. They're not always direct extensions of the podcast episodes. Sometimes they're just about spiritual living in general, but it is such a beautiful space to be in community, to share in a raw, real, vulnerable way and know that it's okay that you are seen, that you are heard and acknowledged. Oh, I am so grateful for you participating there and for showing up for each other. Thank you. I am cooking up some really beautiful work for the upcoming year. I am really looking forward to sharing it with you and we'll start that off in January, but for now, let's say a beautiful heartbeam goodbye to 2019 to all of the gifts that it brought into the 2010s as a decade thank you for all of it. Have a really wonderful rest of your year and we'll see you on the flip side take care.